the interviews. Hi, this is Burt Ward, Robin from the TV series Batman. You're listening to a fantastic interviewer, Steve Brittenham, on Hollywood and Beyond. Wowie Zowie Citizens to the Batmobile. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond Podcast, friends and listeners. Your home for meaningful and in-depth interviews and conversations. I am your host, actor and writer, Stephen Brittany. Thanks so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. The second cast member from the new film, The Surprise Visit, joins me today here on the show. My special guest is Jackie Vinay, known for her role in Fear Street, Part 2, 1978, over on Netflix. This extremely talented actress and artist is visiting Hollywood and beyond to share some insight from her impressive and outstanding performance and director Nick Lyons' The Surprise Visit. Amazing performance. Don't do this. You can still get out. I can't lend you any more money, son. I'm sorry. How are we gonna pay for a baby? We can't even pay our phone bill. By the way, was that Casey? Oh, yes, ma'am, it was. He knows he's not supposed to come around here. I told him. I got an idea. We robbed that old lady. Surprise! Mom, you here? Got the place to ourselves. (laughs) She's so rich, what do you think? Hey! Maybe she won't tell the police. Maybe we let her go. She She won't say nothing. We gotta kill her. But if you kill me, then your life is over. She's a witness, man. You can't let her get away. We have to do this now. No witnesses. What? I screwed up, okay? I need a sheriff at Old Highway 55. Ah! And nothing is as important as family. Jackie portrayed a drug addict who gets caught up in a scheme to steal a wealthy woman's jewelry with dire consequences. That's putting it lightly, too, trust me. In addition, Jackie is here to share some of her artistic journey. Imagine heading to Hollywood at age 18 with only a handful of cash and your dream. Well, I certainly can because I, too, did the same exact thing at 19 years of age. I am also excited to learn more about Jackie's appealing and fabulous artwork. It's very interesting, too. All right, time to speak with Jackie. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond, Jackie Vinay. Hi, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) I'm happy to have you here. You are most welcome. So well-deserved. I'm so excited to speak with you today. So thank you in advance for your generosity and this opportunity. Oh, my gosh. Yes, always. No problem. 
Well, let me ask you up front, how are things going so far in this new year? Things are going pretty well. Um, We've had the launch of the new movie just recently, which has been amazing, as as well as um, a launch of this indie magazine that I got to cover, which is my first magazine called Backwards Noise that I'm super excited for its launch in the next couple of days. So it's been exciting. I've been really happy to share more of myself with the world. Congratulations on all of that. Sounds super exciting. I'm very happy for you. Well, thanks. Well, I am looking forward to learning more about your character in this new movie that is in selected theaters and on video on demand. Uh, uh, Wow, I cannot wait to talk about your performance. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. And congratulations on that achievement as well. But as I mentioned just a moments ago, wow, we have something really in common. And that is jumping in the car and heading to Hollywood, to Los Angeles, um, Mm -hmm. at a young age. And I just wanted to ask you, before we dive into the surprise visit, when you go back to that time, uh, you know, your artistic journey is really about to expand. Uh, why did you make the decision to to move to Hollywood? Um, I think it was because I, you know, kind of had that instinct that I really wanted to do something more and something kind of big and shocking. And uh, I didn't want to play it safe. And I just had something inside of me that was kind of pushing me to make a, a big leap. And I wasn't scared or I was scared, but I was more excited and curious than I was scared. So I think that's where the magic happens. And you just kind of do things that people think are crazy and you just hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look what's happened. Uh, I think you made the right decision there. Uh, But you know what, uh, Jackie, you know this, that no matter how excited you are, right? I mean, I remember how, oh my goodness, I was, it's all I, it's all I could think about was, was moving to Los Angeles and all of the exciting adventures that laid before me. But there's still that churning feeling in your stomach, right? Where you, uh, sometimes it's like, oh my goodness, what am I about to do here? You know, when we have big life changes like that, it, it really does take some courage. Yeah, it does. I, I don't remember actually for some reason being that scared at that moment in time, which is weird because. Um, I definitely have a, for some reason, more fear in me now than I do, than I did then. Um, I even think about That's very interesting perspective. Yeah, it is. I even think about like finances and things more, even though I have more now than I did then. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe it's because I've gotten older and I realize the consequences and I did go through a lot of um, struggle, the artist struggle, as they say. Um, <laughs> Join but, the crowd. Uh, how, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How old were you when you moved? I was, um, I was 19 when I moved. And you know what? I wasn't quite ready. The reason is I was raised by my grandparents, and I had this sense of responsibility 
for my grandmother, who obviously was much older than, you know, most parents would be, right? And I decided mm-hmm. I needed to spend a little more time with her. I, I got a good idea of the city and what to expect. And it was the second return that really was the uh, most effective and the really big one, mm-hmm. so to speak. So mine has kind of that little uh, unexpected uh, scenario in there. Um, but, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I think back, I was a young man. It's amazing that you came back, you know, because I think that a lot of people go and they leave and they don't come back. And to be able to leave and come back really says even something more about your passion because it takes a lot to go somewhere. It takes a lot to leave and then it takes twice as much to go back. So that says a lot too. Thank you so much, Jackie. I really appreciate that. And well, I am so excited to learn more about your performance and the surprise visit. And I have to say, I was so impressed. I I was really impressed you know, obviously a, a, a young lady who is a, a drug addict, but we're really talking about a situation where it's very severe and her uh, partner is also, you know, I think we can say maybe even more severe with his struggles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it and the situation is your character's are pretty much hitting rock bottom, right? Like I get the sense that maybe getting the next meal is something that's of concern. There's, you know, you're in, it's a very dire situation and that's kind of how this scheme eventually kind of takes root, so to speak. But how did you prepare to portray such a character? Uh, yeah, I think you definitely hit it on the head that it's very dire circumstances. To prepare, I watched this um, YouTube series that my co-star, Rob, who plays my partner in it, uh, kind of turned me on to. It's called Soft White Underbelly, and it's this photographer who goes to different places around the U.S., but I watched one off of Hollywood Boulevard, pretty much, or downtown LA, and he interviews people that um, are going through some serious struggles, and they're real, raw interviews with people just coming off of having smoked crack or prostituting or these really raw, gnarly situations. And um, he sometimes does these repeated interviews with people that he's seen over and over again. And you hear their stories and you hear where they came from. And it's so easy when you see someone on the street and they don't have a name, they don't have a story that you think of them as just trash or you hear something on the news of people breaking into someone's house and they're drug addicts. And you're just kind of like disgusted, kind of afraid, kind of like what's wrong with these people. It's so easy to write them off. It's just, it's just a pawn in the game of life that don't know what they're doing or can't play the game as well as you. And when you really start to learn about who these people are and their names and their stories, it's sometimes just a few wrong turns that they've made in their lives in some tough situations that we couldn't even imagine. Or maybe you had just, just slight turns and just really thinking into how deep of an issue this is in our world and in our country especially our culture and 
um, getting in touch with the real truth to these stories. And that's kind of how I prepared was learning about real, real people. And that no doubt uh, was beneficial for you based on the results that I uh, witnessed when I viewed the film. Um, I mean, your performance was just really so good. I have to say, though, your um, manner of speaking, <laughs> um, I don't know, accent, is it an education thing? But I mean, your, you talk, your character talks much different than you are talking to me now. <laughs> yes, that is a fact. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, it's definitely a choice that I made with Nick about a little bit of a Virginia accent, but also just severely uneducated. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was thinking that's got to be it. I mean, she's just not an, an, an educated girl. Mm-hmm. And I just want, like, because sometimes you hear people who speak very uneducatedly, or at least I have in the past, and felt almost annoyed because you're like, why would you choose to speak like that? But sometimes it's not a choice because right. you don't get make these decisions when you're five, six, seven years old on putting yourself in school or getting a ride to school or making sure you go. These things develop really quickly within five, ten years of your speaking pattern sometimes sets you up for the rest of your life. And if you don't have that set up in the time where you don't get to make those choices, then you are kind of dealt these cards and, and that's what you get. I mentioned during the opening segment as well, Sarah Hennessy's involvement with the film, both in front of the camera and behind as producer as you know, she was actually on the previous episode. So I'm having back-to-back episodes with cast members from this film. So I'm a very fortunate man. <laughs> very fortunate. And <laughs> I remember when I was watching the film going, I would absolutely love to speak with you. So once again, I have to say how, how much I appreciate you being here. Um, nothing gets me more excited than seeing a, 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 an impressive performance like yours. It's, it always... Uh, uh, is something that I enjoy. Now, I have to say, um, you know, how did your opportunity to be in this film begin? Was it kind of like a typical audition? You you found out about it, you did it, or was there something else to it? This was actually a more typical audition. I um, just got it through my manager, an agent. It was like an indie film, and um, I sent in my tape, and it was a pretty intense, scene um and i think it was one of the more intense scenes in the middle when we were thinking or i don't want to give anything away but um definitely at the pinnacle of the storyline and um then we had to do i got callbacks got a callback then we had to do chemistry reads then it was another chemistry callback and i think one more audition and then i finally got it and this is all over zoom because it was in the height of the pandemic so oh wow wow is isn't that amazing that you know so many auditions and and opportunities are are done through zoom due to this pandemic yes it's it's really an amazing time to be alive that we have the opportunity to still connect with people when we're not really alive <laughs> yes well let me just ask you really quick on that topic, do, even if things, and hopefully they will, just somehow really, really start to improve. Like, I mean, 
even more so than now. I still kind of think that this system of uh, auditioning opportunities this way might stick around, at least for the most part. Yes. I mean, you're an actor, too, so you probably totally get it. The it's uh, In my perspective, I kind of like it because yes. um, when you're getting to the place, when you're getting more and more auditions, it can be really gruesome and tiring work to do five of these auditions a week. And then when you put on top of that driving around L.A., it really... Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's kind of nice to be able to do it all in one spot. Absolutely. Now, when did you d- discover that Eric Roberts was going to be a part of this film, or were you already aware of that during the audition process? I don't think I knew that. Um, I didn't know that until, I don't know if they had solidified his spot until after. So I think I may have known, I might have even been acting on it first before I really knew I'm not positive. I don't remember. That's okay. <laughs> but it was really cool to find out. I do know that. You were probably uh, very excited, no doubt. Yes. It's always amazing when you're kind of an up-and-coming actor that's been working a while and you, you know, hear that you get to work with someone who's very, very experienced and even well-known. It's, it's, it's so exciting. It's the best news you could hear. You know, I told... Sarah, Jackie, that one of the things that I really admire about Eric is how almost instantly when he appears on screen, I want to know more about his character. And I I, I feel like he has a commanding presence, even if he's not even saying anything. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. He he really has this way of demanding, just like you said, the attention and demanding this space. He he controls his space so well. He it it almost seems like he like is able to slow his heartbeat to like capture the audience's attention, like just slow down the moment. He really takes his time in living in the moment. And it's something that I learned from him is especially as a a young girl and even just, I think anyone can relate being a new actor on the scene. I always felt feel sometimes that I'm in the way and I got to hurry up and I got to get, do my stuff and get out. And Eric Roberts, not in a cocky way, but in just a very professional manner demanded that time and that space um, and really slowed everything down. And it's definitely something that I'm learning from and, I admire about him. I like that. I really do. And this is a chance for me to ask you, um, obviously you admire Eric as well very much. Are there other actors, actresses that um, throughout your career or before even your career started that has had an impact on you? Um, yes. Um, I would say there's, thousands of actors that I see that I'm like, holy, I am so admired. One of my more recent ones that I just keep watching because I'm obsessed with the performance is um, There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis. He's so freaking otherworldly. Like, he's so amazing in that. I 
can't, have you seen it? I have not seen it yet. That one has slipped through my oh, fingers. It's, it's so crazy. I mean, I'm not one that really likes the, the, the dark, dark movies that much because it's hard for me to pay attention for some reason. I like a little bit more happening, but you don't even need it with Daniel Day Lewis because he's wow. so captivating. And um, I would also say the person who stars alongside him, I see all the time now who is such a fantastic actor. His name is Paul Dano or Dano. And uh-huh. he is, I think he's in the fighter too. with okay. Christian Bale. Wait, I'm not. Oh, maybe that's not the right movie I'm thinking of, but um, whenever he's on, he always has this side to him that's like lovable, but evil. And he just dances between these two sides so well. And it's just like, uh, I love, I love, so that movie I would definitely recommend. That's what I'm thinking of right now. I have so many others, but. Well, I'm going to look into those and I completely understand. I just see even people who I don't even know who they are go, wow, what a nice job there. Or what a nice moment. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, when you were shooting this film, Jackie, you know, due to the demands, or maybe I should say the challenges of, of this character, right? Are you one that needs a few extra minutes to kind of uh, get into that mindset due to the struggles, you know, the inner turmoil of the character? Or are you someone that can kind of just go very quickly and, and shoot a scene? Do you, I mean, do you notice if you have a certain style or method? Yes, I definitely like to get right into it without much preparation. I think it mm. actually helps me get out head a little bit more. If they say, oh, actually, we're going to shoot it right now. We're going to we're going to go on set in two minutes then. Or if they could on, do it right now, like snap your fingers. I think that actually helps me get out of my head and and go into it. Also, improv is like my favorite thing ever. So that <laughs> also helps doing quickly and right off the top. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how I like to work. Very nice. And I, I, I definitely have to ask about your main co-star, your character's partner, and the one who, he just keeps trying to pull you into this uh, scheme, doesn't he? Just, uh, you know, yeah. we got to do this, uh, you know, we're going to be living on high and mighty, and uh, what, what a very impressive performance by him as well. I was particularly um, intrigued by his choices of when moments of uncertainty would pop in, and he would suddenly slow down almost like moments of regret trying to sneak in or maybe some more sane reasoning, like, wait a minute, what are you doing here? But then he would snap right back into his current mind state. And I just wanted to commend him for his performance as well. What was it like working with him? Yes, Rob is so fantastic. He's um, he's another young actor as myself, and he is very professional to work with. I think that he was a little um, taken off guard with a lot of the improv that I would do at first. Mm. And he was like, oh, that. But then as soon as we kind of got into it, we were able to just, you know, be Rob and Annabelle together off scene every day because we knew the characters so well. He's the type of actor that goes home and writes his pages and pages of bio work and really gets to know his character through and through and think about the past, present, future. So we just kind of worked together on our two different skills of 
me being in the present moment and down for anything, um, which is a really nice mindset to pick up on when you're working on indie films and low budget films, because things don't always go the way that you plan. Most likely they don't. (laughs) So like (laughs) anything can happen and it can be stressful when you have a plan of how your character should be and you take your, take your days really seriously and the schedule very seriously. And then it gets all mixed around Um, It can be nice to be open to everything and go with the flow because it leaves room for malleable magic of making new things in the moment. So we kind of just picked up on each other's skills and it was really nice working with him. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Sounds like you kept him on his toes, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He he kept me on my toes too, though. He was frightening. Like there was one scene um, at the end there where I have a scream and I fall and that was completely unscripted just because he scared the living crap out of me. Whoa. Wow. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, before I ask you about uh, someone I had so much fun speaking with and she just had, had, had so many wonderful things to say about you, Jackie, and, and that is Sarah, of course. I would like to share with you and bring up a moment of of his performance. And you know the scenes early on in the film where he goes to his dad, you know, of course, portrayed by um, by Eric, and it's like, you know, can I get a job here, you know, at this place, and can you help me out? And then, you know, I okay, can you just at least give me some a little bit of cash? I don't have any money to eat, right? And I just thought that was such touching moments with Eric because as a, as a parent, knowing that if you keep enabling, it's never going to really stop most likely or it's not going to help him to change. But at the same time, who wants their child to go hungry? Yeah, I know. And um, I, uh, I, you know, one reason I was raised by my grandparents was because my biological parents had struggles with drugs. And um, when I watched that scene, I'll share with you quickly, it was like reversal where, you know, it was the son pleading with the dad. And it just, uh, it moved me during those moments. And I just thought I'd share that with you. Wow. Thank you for sharing. I, I mean, I, I think that it's so common for people to experience having relationships, very complicated, deep relationships with addicts, um, whether it's you yourself struggling with addiction in some form or loving somebody who is an addict. And having the opportunity to be a part of portraying that complexity is is a blessing because um, it's something that I've dealt with very intimately in my life. Um, my mother was also a drug and heavy alcoholic, and she passed away a few years ago. And um, I hope in my career I'm able to dive into it further because it's something that I know brings so much up within myself that I know that we could as a culture as a society heal from it so much more and there's just so much stuff packed into those relationships 
that there's so much to explore. And I'm so happy it connected with you in that way or just blessed that you were able to connect with it. Thank you, Jackie. And and thank you for sharing that. And I honestly was unaware of that. And I just want to say my heart goes out to you. And I'm sure in many ways and on many levels, we both probably understand a a whole bunch of things about the struggles with uh, drug or alcohol addiction. So my heart does go out to you. Thank you. Me as well to you. Well, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. Well, shifting gears to Sarah, uh, the moments when your character, and I'll be careful not to give anything away, but later (laughs) on, um, uh, you know, kind of headed towards past halfway, I'm sure you know what I'm referring to, there's uh, some moments where it's just you and her, and I wanted to ask you, what was it like working with her, but I'd also like to say that that scene in general. There's several shots and it comes back to it and so on and so forth. I really thought those were some fine moments of acting right there between the two of you ladies. Oh, thank you. Um, Those are some of my favorite moments to film, I think, because whenever you get to that point in a character where you see some change, you see the wheels start to turn in both of them. It's a really uh, fun moment to be a part of as an audience member because you're getting some inside scoops. You, you get to witness some change occurring. The winds of change are upon us. Um, those were really fun scenes to shoot. I loved the lighting in that barn area and that yeah. windmill, that mill. Um, and Sarah is a great actor to work with. She's very real. She likes to bring things very personal to herself, I know. Um, and she's had so much, so much experience and she has so much knowledge about film. She is like an encyclopedia for film, (laughs) which (laughs) I, I am not really actually. I'm, I just kind of like what I like and I'm trying to learn more about film and not be, you know, person that doesn't know this movie or anything because who wants to be that person on set? (laughs) But, um, Sarah is definitely just, so savvy when it comes to the history of film and filmmaking that it was really cool to be around her and talk to her. And she's definitely someone I look up to with how many hats she was wearing in the film. Um, and I really did like those scenes. I, 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 I did too. Scenes. Thanks. I did too. And I liked your choices in those moments because you also, your character had moments of trying to figure out like, hmm, maybe this isn't a good idea. I, I like that kind of inner struggle and, and you really had some uh, great moments in, in that scene as well. Um, had you ever experienced working on a project where your co-star is also the producer? Um, hmm, I, no, I don't think I have. Um, it did add a level of, I don't want to say stress, but tension to some of the work because, um, when it's a low budget film like that, mm-hmm. you, she has a huge job and she also was a huge character. So she definitely carried, we carried some tension with her of the very long days and having to just get so many things done, but it kind of just added to the overall vibration of the film because, 
we were all very worn out <laughs> by the end of the shooting. <laughs> well, the surprise visit uh, is out there in selected cinemas and on video on demand. And I just want to say congratulations to you and all involved on, on a job very well done. And I would love to take this opportunity to ask you about your artistry. I described you as an artist because that is how I think of you. Uh, I, I discovered your website and also your really uh, interesting and fun Instagram page. I was really drawn in. And um, how about you let the listeners know what you offer on your website, what that's all about? Okay, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I... I do I do a lot of different art, but for the most part, I do watercolor and oil paints as well as some acrylic. And I did recently launch some uh, a package or also individual stickers to these watercolor pieces that I did a couple years ago, and they really turned out just fabulous, and they look amazing. And um, you can purchase, because I know I sell originals and prints that are quite pricey because just the, the products that I do them on are very high quality and printing on really high quality printers and then shipping. So it can get expensive buying original prints or just prints. And so I have a lot of fans that are younger and I wanted to find a way to share my art with them that is accessible. So I decided to link up with one of my friends in LA who has a sticker printer company thing and we started printing these stickers. So you can purchase some art in sticker form and put them on your laptop or water bottle, which is what I do. Nice. And they're amazing and super fun. They but are yeah, fun. Oil, they are fun and they each have a story. So well, you are very talented. I I was like, wow, I just had no idea she could do all this stuff. Thank you. Yes, I I got to keep entertained. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now is poetry something by chance you are interested in as well? Yes, it is. I'm working on a special little project that Whoa. should be coming out later this year. Yes. Okay. Um, well, yes, hopefully you can come back and talk about that, perhaps. Any excuse oh, to get you I back would, here. <laughs> oh, I, I really would. And I think that you would love this new project. Oh, also, I um, I did my first writing directing project. Oh, That wow. is through my Instagram on YouTube. Is this glitter? It's, a short, it's glitter, yes. We got I saw that. A film festival. So I am so excited it, it's wow it's really um it's it, it's really uh captivating and the music is 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 terrific it fits in nicely um, yes the, the music is by this artist patrick droney he's so incredibly talented oh. and it's it so was a very so good song really really good beautiful he's fantastic and you were like coming alive via the music or vice versa like it was almost like you and this music that i was listening to which i found to be very emotional by the way was like yes, intertwining and becoming one i mean that's the reaction i had 
Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. I love that. I think that it's exactly how I feel when I listen to this song. Mm. I do feel like I um, this song, like this song becomes me. I love that. That's so beautiful. Well, thank you. And, and I just have to say, I had such a, a good time and um, I'm really going to keep my fingers crossed that you'll come back again someday. I also enjoy poetry. I've written several poems. And if you come back, Jackie, I'll read you my favorite poem. It's not too long, but it's one of my favorite that I've written and I can get your feedback on it. Oh, I would love that so much. <laughs> well, um, is there uh, anything else you would like to add? <laughs> um, you can check out Fear Street on Netflix, 1978, and see me there. You can see me in The Surprise Visit on Video On Demand and then select theaters currently. See my artwork on artbyjackie.com and check out my new writing directorial debut through my website or my Instagram. And you can connect to me directly. I'll message you back. And if I don't see it right away, just keep on trying. I love to talk to everybody, anybody. So just message me on my Instagram at Jackie, J-J-J-A-C-Q-I. Oh, I would love nice. to see you. Well, uh, the last thing I will bring up is that I discovered off air before we began that we both share a mutual appreciation and love of coffee. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. How could we get anything done? And one thing I did not tell you, which I'll tell you now before we conclude, is that my coffee's actually world famous. So uh, perhaps I'll share the recipe with you someday. Oh my gosh, I would love to use coffee. <laughs> Well, Jackie, uh, Vinay, thank you so much. Uh, I enjoyed every moment speaking with you, and I hope you know I'll be uh, always cheering you on down the road. Oh, thank you so much, Raymond. It was a pleasure talking to you, and I can't wait to come back and hear that poem. <laughs>